Thanks for tuning in to the Hearing Now podcast, where we take an in-depth look at sound, our ears, and your overall hearing health. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hearing Now podcast. I am your host, Stephen Taddy, and on this episode, we are going to be talking about tinnitus. So we're going to be discussing what is tinnitus and when you should seek a medical professional. We're going to learn how to better manage your tinnitus with some scientifically proven techniques and therapies, because there are some of those out there. And then we're going to talk about how we can you know, better take control of our hearing and protect our ears to decrease the chances of getting tinnitus in the first place or um, decrease the chances of our tinnitus getting worse. Let's start off with kind of what is this noise? I'm going to play some examples for you uh, or some emulations of what tinnitus might sound like. So as you heard, tinnitus can be something that is more of like a ringing. It can be a buzzing, a hissing. It can be kind of a pulsatile, um, more of a rhythmic tinnitus. And some people, believe it or not, will actually hear music on a regular basis. There is such a thing as music tinnitus. It can be spontaneous, where maybe you just hear kind of a high-pitched ringing for 30 seconds to a minute, and then it goes away, or it can be something that is more, uh, more constant. To define tinnitus, it is just the involuntary perception of sound that is originating from the head. So it's a noise that people hear, but does not exist in their surrounding space or environment. And because of this, it is many times described as a phantom sensation. And uh, before we get too far, I wanted to comment on the pronunciation. Both tinnitus and tinnitus are correct. I know that can be very confusing, but both pronunciations are correct. So there is still a lot of uncertainty regarding tinnitus, and a lot of research is still needed for us to fully understand it. You know, estimates from the U.S. Center for Disease Control suggest that over 50 million Americans experience tinnitus in some form. So tinnitus can have serious effects on a person's well-being. People will experience anxiety, stress, poor concentration. It can, it can certainly affect a person's ability to either get to sleep or stay asleep. Some people are awoken by their tinnitus. So fortunately, tinnitus is not always a cause for concern. Many people will hear tinnitus in even a really quiet room, such as at night when they're trying to sleep. So while tinnitus can be more of a trivial perception, there are certain indications um, that may be cause for further evaluation with a general practitioner, otologist, and or an audiologist. So some of those red flags would be more of a pulsatile tinnitus. And this would be, you know, a rhythmic tinnitus, like the, the one example that I played for you already. Maybe uh, that the kind of rhythm or pulse of your tinnitus is locked with your heartbeat. Another kind of red flag would be prolonged unilateral tinnitus, meaning 
if you hear ringing, buzzing, clicking in only one ear. Any sudden onset of tinnitus um, could also be an indicator that it's something more serious. And in most cases, any worsening of tinnitus, just like a worsening of hearing or other medical issues, would, uh, would be cause for visiting a primary care physician or the other professionals, such as an audiologist. Now, that being said, you know, many of those red flags, there are plenty of times where those can be experienced and it is nothing to be concerned about. For example, when many people get their heart rate up, let's say they're working out, it's not uncommon for you to hear or feel your heartbeat a little bit more. Many people will also experience a spontaneous tinnitus where out of nowhere in just one ear, they kind of hear this really loud ringing noise. Their hearing seems to go down and that's normal. That is believed to be just random neuronal firings in the brain. It is not a sign that you've just lost some some cells to not just die. So there are plenty of cases where these quote unquote red flags are also normal. But just keep that in the back of your mind. If you're, if you're experiencing on a regular basis more of kind of a, a rhythmic tinnitus, or maybe you're hearing a, a consistent ringing in only one ear, and that it kind of came out of nowhere, or your tinnitus is getting worse, those are some good indicators that maybe it's time to go, uh, go get it checked out. I'd really like to bring this up. A lot of times people are confronted with tinnitus, And because there's so much uncertainty regarding it, and because it's this perceptual sound that's only happening in your head, a lot of people have a lot of anxiety regarding it. And then if you look online, there will be a lot of fears that, oh no, there is no, there's no cure for tinnitus. And that is not necessarily true. So it's important to note or understand that tinnitus is a symptom in most cases and not a diagnosis. And what I mean by this is tinnitus is the result of something else going on in our bodies. So our ability to cure tinnitus or someone's tinnitus depends on what's causing it. So people can experience tinnitus as a result of ear infections. If you have TMJ issues, stress, sinus congestion, earwax plugging, uh, you know, including your ear, poor nutrition, Any of those examples, and there are plenty more, that can result in you hearing a worsening of tinnitus or tinnitus in the first place. Some medications have also noted side effects of tinnitus, such as some non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs, our NSAIDs. Cancer treatments can also cause it. Um, Water pills, diuretics, and antibiotics, these are all known to have side effects of tinnitus. Needless to say, but I'm going to say anyway... If you suspect that tinnitus might be a result of medications, don't discontinue use. Always speak with your your primary care physician first, and they would be able to help you out and rule out other medications or possible solution if the medication is causing your tinnitus. We now understand there are some mechanisms behind tinnitus where it is curable. So that always begs the question, and I'm I'm sure you might be thinking it if you have tinnitus. Well, is my tinnitus something that is curable? Does it fall under these categories? And it's really hard. The first step in answering that question actually requires you to visit your general practitioner and have a further evaluation with specialists such as an audiologist. And the reason for that is we can better diagnose what might be the underlying cause. 
if we look in your ear and we see a bunch of earwax, well, it's possible that maybe you're hearing that tinnitus as a, as a result of that occluding wax. Maybe it's an ear infection. Maybe we find that you have some hearing loss and it's associated with that hearing loss. Many people experience tinnitus when they've had lots of noise exposure, music exposure, and in general, if they have hearing loss. So unfortunately, many cases when we see people who are experiencing tinnitus, it is a result of there being an underlying injury to their hearing system. In those cases, what's causing that perception of this phantom noise is a lack of information that your brain is expecting. So think of it like an old tube TV or an old tube amplifier. If you turn the volume up enough, there's going to be some hissing and kind of static noise that results from the circuitry. So that is the best way to think of our tinnitus. Since we're not able to hear quite as well, if we have hearing loss, and there's already been some damage sustained to our hearing organ, it is much easier for us to focus on this kind of underlying circuit noise that can result from that damage. So for those people who tinnitus cannot be improved with medical intervention, it doesn't mean that there is no hope. Quite to the contrary, there are many treatment options supported by scientific studies to help manage our tinnitus. So let's go over some of those. Firstly, information is actually a great starting point. Not surprisingly, some people will notice a decrease in the annoyance of their tinnitus just by simply understanding that it is not a sign of another psychological issue or life-threatening ailment. Because many times tinnitus is not something that is life-threatening. So just understanding that can put a lot of people at ease and uh, help them better cope with their tinnitus. Another great way is to try and reduce stress. So this is a great recommendation for everyone in all walks of life, just with how stressed we are and how busy our lifestyles are. So if you need another reason to relax, people with high levels of stress share a similar probability of developing tinnitus as those exposed to occupational noise. So again, do what you can to reduce your stress, and chances are that will also help decrease the annoyance of your tinnitus. Hearing aids are another possible way to help manage our tinnitus. 80 to 90% of individuals with tinnitus also have some degree of hearing loss. Therefore, pursuing amplification alone can significantly improve your quality of life. Professionally fit hearing aids have also been shown to provide some individuals with tinnitus relief. If we're not able to hear well, we end up straining and it takes a lot more processing power of our brains to try and fill in the gaps. So by wearing hearing aids, that cognitive load or that extra stress can go down, reducing our stress levels and therefore hopefully our tinnitus. A quick search online will show that there are many what are called you know, tinnitus maskers. For example, many people will hear their tinnitus seem to worsen at night or while in quiet environments. Now, this is because external environmental sounds are no longer helping to cover up or distract you from your tinnitus. So a great option here for a tinnitus masker could just be using a fan, a television, white noise generator, music, 
There are many different options for just trying to put some noise in the environment in those quiet situations where we might be most susceptible to focusing on our ringing. There are also some fantastic apps that are free and provide multiple maskers. And many of them will also provide information to help reduce stress by focusing on mindfulness, breathing techniques. So it can be a very powerful tool. Um, And one recommended app would be the GN Resound Relief app. This is actually something that I use on a regular basis to help distract me from ringing when it it does get really bad. Now, taking a little bit more of a, a scientific approach, there are some therapies that involve education, stress reduction, and other forms of behavioral intervention. And these cognitive behavioral therapies, they try and teach us different techniques to identify and challenge our negative thoughts regarding tinnitus. And in doing so, our tinnitus becomes less bothersome, and you change your pattern of behavior and reactive tendencies towards your tinnitus. And that's a key point. In all of these ways for us to better manage our tinnitus, it's not so much that we're stopping our tinnitus. It is changing the way we respond to it. It is something else that I hear, but it is nothing to be concerned about. And in that, it is no longer at the forefront of our attention. It is no longer triggering that anxiety. So the final treatment option that uh, I'll offer in this, this episode might be rather surprising. It's actually hearing protection. Some people will experience a worsening of tinnitus following exposure to loud or sudden noises. Hearing protection is an easy solution to help stop that. Another key thing to pay attention to is if your tinnitus is a result of sound exposure, hearing protection should absolutely be something you are considering on a regular basis. Because if you're exposing yourself to more noise or more loud sounds, whether it be music or noise, you are putting yourself at risk to sustain further hearing damage. So when looking at these different methods to manage our tinnitus, it's important to do your homework and keep up to date. There are many products on the market without a proven track record. And I wanted to share with you some of those treatment options that are not recommended in the American Academy of Otolaryngology Guidelines. Some of those treatment options include antidepressants, anticonvulsants, and intratympanic medications. Now, that means injecting a medication beyond your eardrum. So some other examples are ginkgo biloba, melatonin, zinc, or other dietary supplements right now. They are not recommended. Acupuncture falls under this list. And transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS. So those are some examples of treatment options that are currently not recommended, again, by the American Academy of otolaryngology. So how can we better prevent tinnitus or prevent our tinnitus from worsening? Any discussion of this would be incomplete without addressing the effects of hazardous sound exposure on our hearing system. Hearing loss can result from head trauma, genetics, ototoxic medications, infection, you know, cardiovascular issues, and loud sounds. Of those six, arguably only one is preventable, 
and that is hearing loss as a result of sound exposure. There is just no way around it. Regular exposure to hazardous noise levels will affect your hearing system. As we've already mentioned, hearing loss is generally associated with tinnitus. So here are a few really easy tips to help prevent unnecessary damage to your hearing system. Firstly, you can reduce the level of loud sounds. This would be like wearing hearing protection. You can download free apps such as the NIOSH sound level meter, and this allows you to monitor sound levels in your environment. And it's free. You can have it right on your phone, and it puts you in control. And this is a really big personal recommendation. Purchase earplugs that either come with a keychain, keychain carrying case, or purchase a separate keychain carrying case. That way, you always have your hearing protection at arm's length. So there are many considerations regarding tinnitus and overall health. Uh, if you have questions, never hesitate to reach out to an audiologist in your area. Considering the negative effects of tinnitus, it really takes such little energy to look out for your hearing. And it's really simple. If you have questions, reach out to a professional in your area. And that about wraps it up for this episode. Thank you for tuning in and see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Hearing Now podcast and stay tuned for our next episode. Have questions or ideas for new content? Drop us a line at the Hearing Now podcast at gmail.com.